How do you keep your family healthy this season when it feels like everyone around you is getting sick? I use Sambacol. It's drug-free and scientifically tested to help support your immunity. Sambacol has the power of black elderberry in every purple bottle. It comes in tablets, syrup, chewables, or my kids' favorite, the great-tasting gummies. So this cold and flu season, support your family's immunity with Sambacol Black Elderberry. It's the only one I trust for my family. And best of all, my kids love it too. Welcome to the Ramble Podcast, hosted by Dave DeBah and presented by Rippin.com. As always, the Ramble Podcast is coming to you live from the Super Plus Rippin.com broadcast studios in the heart of Silicon Valley. Now, to the host that can't stop rambling, Dave DeBah. The Ramble We Go. I am Dave DeBaugh, and I want to talk sports with you, North America. All right, preseason National Football League is officially underway. I've got all of that, plus Tiger Woods is prowling at the PGA Championships. And Des Bryant can't seem to shake the fact that the only National Football League team that appears to have any interest is last year's 0-16 Hugh Jackson debacle of a head coach, Cleveland Browns. I've got all of that and more coming up on the Ramble. Okay, North America. Now, before we get into the National Football League preseason hype, because what what can you really say about the National Football League preseason? I mean, it is hard to actually tell that what you're seeing is real. So we'll get into more of that, but we thought we would start today's show out by talking about Tiger Woods who threw seven holes in round number two, is is three under. Now, he's behind by seven shots, but he's only through seven holes of the second round, and he's just three under. Now, I am not going to sit here and say that Tiger Woods is going to win the PGA Championship. I'm not going to say that. What I will say, though, wouldn't it be great wouldn't it be great if we got to Sunday and Tiger Woods starts off in, I don't know, the final pairing or the second to last pairing of the PGA Championship? I know all of you out there are thinking the same thing I'm thinking. <laughs> that is exactly what we want to actually see happen. <laughs> it, it's, it's really absolutely true. As much as everybody wants to see Ricky Fowler get his first major championship, Let's face it, we are all in it this weekend to see if Tiger Woods can find a way to win the PGA Championship. So the weather delay is in effect, and we'll, he'll get uh, restarted early in the morning on Saturday Well, he'll complete his second round. It should be a very interesting uh, weekend of golf, and it's going to be fantastic because Jim Nance is going to be announcing most of the golf. So I'm looking forward to hearing him say, 
Hello, friends. <laughs> so we've got that coming up this weekend, which I'm super excited about. My Minnesota Vikings will have their first preseason game uh, tomorrow night against the Denver Broncos. So I'm looking forward to seeing the matchup of their former quarterback, who I'm still not really sure they upgraded by bringing Kirk Cousins in versus Case Keenum. I watched every single play of the Minnesota Vikings season last year, and I have to say that Case Keenum did a hell of a job. Look, I know what happened against the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC Championship game. We don't need to get into that. But other than that, Case Keenum was nearly, I don't want to say perfect, but he was really probably one of the best performances for an entire season by Minnesota Viking quarterback since, I don't know, Fran Tarkington. (laughs) I'm just saying. So for them to move him out and replace him with the unproven Kirk Cousins, who looks good statistically, who looks like he's got the strong arm, who says all of the right things when he enters a building. Like, if you ever have a chance to meet Kirk Cousins, you know that he's a starting quarterback in the National Football League. But something happens that doesn't translate into playoff appearances for Kirk Cousins. Now, maybe it was just the fact that he got stuck playing with the wrong Gruden brother as his head coach. I don't know, but we're going to find out how these two quarterbacks sort of go head-to-head in a preseason game that means absolutely nothing to anybody on either side of the fence except for those few players that are playing for those selective, I don't know, five to seven slots that are actually available on both of those teams. Now, elsewhere around preseason football. Now, we all know that when you watch preseason football, you really got to do it with a serious grain of salt. <laughs> you, you really do. And what you usually don't see during preseason football is like just monumental blowouts. Like you never see like 45 to nothing during a preseason football game. It just doesn't happen. And it's because the offensive coordinators don't want to show everything that they're going to do uh, during the preseason. Uh, which, of course, makes sort of some sense. I think more importantly than that, you just don't want to get any of your key players injured, which is the thing you always have to look for in preseason football. So let's get to the hype of preseason football. And two players are taking, uh, are getting the most hype after uh, after their preseason National Football League debuts. Sam Darnold of the New York Football Jets, who... After tonight's game, (laughs) the hype all over the media that Sam Darnold is suddenly creating a quarterback controversy in New York. (laughs) He went 13 for 18. Look, that's fantastic. By the way, Teddy Bridgewater, who also played a lot during the game, went 7 for 8. The alleged starting quarterback, the journeyman that is the very definition of a journeyman quarterback, Josh McCown, who's coming off of his best season ever after like 108 years in the National Football League, went one for one for four yards because he really only had one opportunity to throw the ball. Hey, if you're wondering what one for one for four yards gets you from a quarterback rating perspective, the answer is Kirk Cousins style numbers. 83.3% is, is what Josh McCown got for that. 
So Teddy Bridgewater went 7 for 8. Sam Darnold went 13 for 18. Darnold for 96 yards. And Teddy Bridgewater for 85. I saw most of this game, and I thought both of those quarterbacks played, you know, pretty well. Teddy actually looked pretty good. So did Sam Darnold. But for the New York media and the rest of the media around the world to suddenly call this a quarterback controversy feels a little hypey. Let's let's have Sam Darnold at least play two preseason games before we call this a quarterback controversy. And furthermore, of course they want Sam Darnold to be the number one quarterback in New York. That's why they drafted him so high. Like, they brought in Teddy Bridgewater as a backup. They have Josh McCown as a band-aid. The future of the New York Jets is not Mark Sanchez. <laughs> it's Sam Darnold. So, of course, they want Sam Darnold to be the starter in New York when week one starts. Will he do enough during the next couple preseason games to actually make that a reality? I just will just have to see. Elsewhere around the National Football League hype during preseason, we've got the Cleveland Browns. You can't keep the Cleveland Browns out of the news, can you? (laughs) And here's Baker Mayfield, who I've been critical of for a variety of reasons, actually really looked pretty good. I, I have to say, Baker Mayfield, when he scrambles, he keeps his he keeps his eyes down the field, so he's constantly looking uh, looking for choices to and places to throw the ball, which is really good. And he does another really good thing that a lot of quarterbacks actually don't have the ability to do. And while he's on the run, he actually is able to square up his shoulders and set and throw. Um, and the squaring of his shoulders and setting and throwing is going to make him extremely dangerous when he gets outside of the pocket. I was very impressed by what I saw by Baker Mayfield. And look, he threw for, what was it, 210 yards. Like, I think if you're going to start talking about a quarterback that should be a starter in the National Football League, Sam Darnold, you should have to, during a preseason game, at least throw, uh, throw for over 200 yards. All of this dink and dunk football where you go 13 for 18 for like 95, 96 yards is not going to make you a great quarterback in the National Football League. (laughs) What I saw out of Baker Mayfield was a tremendous amount of potential. Actually, so much potential that I'm willing to actually go out on a limb and say, and this is not against Tyrod Taylor, who is a fine quarterback. But if Baker Mayfield plays extraordinarily well the rest of the preseason, that complete schmuck of a head coach, Hugh Jackson, might actually save his job if he starts Baker Mayfield. He he might actually, I don't know, through seven or eight games, go three and five, maybe four and four if he were to start uh, Baker Mayfield. If he starts Tyrod Taylor and he makes Baker Mayfield sit for the first half of the season, he most certainly will lose his job. And this has nothing to do with Tyrod Taylor. They're just different kinds of quarterbacks. Tyrod Taylor's not going to make any mistakes. And in Cleveland, I think they actually need a gunslinging quarterback that is going to make mistakes, but still find a way 
to win a game. Baker Mayfield is clearly a winner. It is actually, I might have been wrong about this. It was the best thing that the Cleveland Browns did. Now, the worst thing that they've done is they've retained Hugh Jackson as their head coach. It just makes no sense, and I'll continue to say that. In other, (laughs) this is why we call the show The Ramble, in other Cleveland Browns news, the Des Bryant saga continues. I don't know, earlier in the week, it was kind of like, well, Des wasn't really interested, but was keeping his options open. And then we all saw how Baker Mayfield played during uh, his preseason National Football League debut, and Dez is suddenly starting to change his tune. And the rumor is, is that Dez will meet with Cleveland early next week. Now, look, are we looking at a shift? Are we looking at the Cleveland Browns no longer being the laughingstock of all of professional sports in North America? Is that what we're really witnessing? I have to say, if they do the right thing and they bring Baker Mayfield along in the right way, he really, really could turn into a great quarterback in the National Football League. And I may have been wrong about that before. I'm just saying. All right, North America, um, it is uh, going to be interesting to see what happens in the PGA Championship the rest of the week. I can't wait to see what goes down there. One last news and note for you is the National Basketball Association has unveiled their schedule for the upcoming 2018-2019 season. And of course, they waited to do it during preseason football. Like, they waited for preseason football to start before they released their schedules. Way to go, National Basketball Association PR. Way to take away some of the thunder from the National Football League. We've covered this extensively before, but I'm going to continue to point it out on this show. That the National Basketball Association and their cadence and how they handle releasing their stories is intentionally being done to hurt the National Football League. (laughs) Anyways, the uh, biggest marquee game that we we can find on the schedule, of course, is the Christmas Day game with my Los Angeles Lakers coming up here to the Silicon Valley for the last ever Christmas game at Oracle. Of course, the Warriors are going to move to San Francisco, literally like 10 miles away from where their current stadium is in Oakland uh, in 2019. So this will be the last Christmas game uh, ever for the Golden State Warriors at the Oracle. And it will be LeBron James and his cast of characters, his Pirates of the Caribbean players, if you will. <laughs> I mean, how else can you explain Rashawn Rondo being on this roster? I'm just saying, like, when you look at the cast of characters, it's going to be very interesting to see how the Los Angeles Lakers mesh this all together. All right, North America, I hope that you are as excited as I am about the preseason football schedule and what's going on in preseason football, even though we all know it means absolutely nothing. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, North America, thanks for tuning in the Ramble. Our show's been doing great. We've been in the uh, top 50 in Apple Podcasts, so thank you for all of your support there. For the Ramble, 
I am Dave DeBall reminding you that you can't win a championship if you play for the Carolina Panthers. And good luck, North America, because in this era of Donald Trump being your president, you're going to need all the help that you can get. Buckle up, because Metro is bringing you the best deal in wireless. Switch to Metro and get your choice of two awesome free phones from top brands like Samsung and LG with huge HD screens and tons of memory for all your pics and videos. So hurry into Metro and get your awesome free phones only at Metro. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Requires port and of eligible number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Limit four per account or household. Restrictions apply. See store for details and terms and conditions. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain. And it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.